welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log Day 36 Ask yourself, is this working for you? When I first became Orthodox, I was just coming out of this very bizarre, obscure, syncretic practice where I was uniting all kinds of philosophies and theologies that have no business being together. But people had known me up to that point as someone who was very much into Eastern mysticism, if you will, far Eastern mysticism, and the occult, God forgive me. And that was the tone of voice and the philosophy out of which my art was coming at the time, my music. So the people who listen to my music, and there's, there's a couple, they knew me as someone who was into Far Eastern theology and philosophy. Well, when I started becoming Orthodox, I realized very quickly that obviously the kind of music I was making, I could not keep making. So I took a break, and I think it ended up being around eight months before I started working on the next project. Or maybe a couple of months and then eight months of working on the project. Or nine months. Something along those lines. It was around a year. I remember that. When everything was said and done and I released the new project. And at that point, I went on my Instagram and I recorded a story describing my experience of becoming Orthodox. And one of the things I remember saying was prompting people, right? Asking people. I told them, ask yourself, right? If you are currently playing with tarot cards and using crystals and following astrological calendars and all of the things I was into before my conversion. If you're doing all that stuff, ask yourself, is this working for you? Really, like, look at how you feel. Because I remember when I was into this stuff, I was in a terrible mental place, right? I was depressed and sad and anxious and weak and flimsy all the time. Right? It, was a, it was a terribly dark time in my life. But for some reason, I didn't connect the dots. And this is something that we need to be asking ourselves all the time. Is this working for you? Right? I know plenty of men who have heard of the Warrior King ethos, right? who've heard me talk about it, who've maybe listened to a field log or two, or maybe have read one of the documents, maybe seen the seven commitments, whatever it is, and reject it, right? It's the, the argument is not compelling to you. Maybe it doesn't seem like the right approach, whatever it is. There are men who don't believe it. There are men who think that developing physical excellence is going to do absolutely nothing to make you more effective in your purpose to serve God, or if anything, it's just going to make you vain. Or... Wealth building, right? Men don't have to be wealth building, right? It's about the state of your character. You know, to say nothing of the fact that someone who doesn't work diligently for his family has a terrible character, but we'll leave that be for now. The point I'm trying to make is that there are plenty of men who are out there and maybe want a wife and they're praying, God, send me a wife. And then, you know, every couple of months they meet a really sweet girl. It's very cute, you know, and uh, she's not interested. So I can imagine that maybe at some point when that person passes away and meets God face to face, we'll be like, well, where was my wife? And then God will say, I kept sending you 
the kind of woman that you kept praying for, but you would never court these women and they were not interested because they also had a list. Right, so this idea that uh, you can reject the warrior king ethos, you can reject the seven commitments, you can say that it, it doesn't matter if I don't build any wealth and my children are one catastrophe away from being homeless, right? 50% of Americans can't handle an unexpected $500 expense. I say that all the time. It doesn't matter if I am physically weak and uh, I chose and people don't take me seriously. My kids don't take me seriously. And my wife doesn't take me seriously. It's okay if I never develop the mind God gave me. There are men out there who think that. There are men out there who think that the way they are right now, the life they're living right now is fine. But then there's always something going on. Right? I've witnessed it from the outside. As an impartial observer, I've seen it. I've seen people who do things that are destructive to them. Maybe their top priority isn't God. And then they wonder why every life crisis destroys them completely. Or they don't place any value on building wealth. And then when something breaks, or you need money for health expenses or something, then all of a sudden, oh no, I don't have any money and life is unfair and the healthcare system is just abusing me. Or they place no emphasis on physical training and then are constantly surprised that women are not interested. Because not only is it a physical reality that women want a man with a strong body, but what does it say about your character if you don't train? So there seems to be this cognitive dissonance going on. And I truly hope that if you're listening to this, and some of this speaks to you, that you will be open at least to considering the things I'm going to say today. Because this is coming, like most things on the Field Love Podcast, not all of them, of course, but most things, this is coming from personal experience. So first things first, we have to start with the question. Take a moment. Right? Reflect on your life in general. Think of the things that, that pop into your mind. Places where you might be you know, slacking or that might not be playing out the way you think they should be. And you know, sometimes that can be God preventing you from getting something that's not good for you. But sometimes that can be you refusing to do what you need to do to work diligently. So we have to start there. We have to take a look and we have to think, is this working for me? Is my outlook on life or my outlook in a particular arena, is it working? Is it functional? Right? You can generally judge beliefs based on their ability to predict results. Right? If I believe in gravity, I know good and well that if I jump up, I'm going to come back down. So that belief seems to be pretty accurate. If I believe in God, I can start to see His workings all around me. Right? Sometimes the signs and the coincidences are... They're so precise that they're funny. You'll just start laughing. Right? So certain beliefs yield the results that you want them to yield. And certain beliefs don't. And those beliefs have to be thrown out, dismissed. So if you're, for some reason, listening to this and you don't believe the warrior king ethos, right? You don't believe in the seven commitments. Ask yourself if your current views are working for you. Right? And don't just take one arena and try to expand it to encompass everything because that's a cop-out. Right? One mistake you don't want to make is, let's say, for example, you don't believe in God. So you don't have any moral hang-ups over things like hookup culture 
and fornication and maybe profanity. And then ask yourself, what is my mental state like right now? Right, ask yourself, am I quick to anger or am I patient? Am I uncontrollable or am I disciplined? Right, am I fulfilled? Does the life I live give me meaning or doesn't it? Now, of course, you shouldn't judge the truth of a worldview, especially a theological one, based on the tangible material results you can get. But when we're talking about things that are more practical, like weight training, wealth generation, education and improvement, this is where benchmarks begin to truly matter. So let's take a specific example for a minute. This is something that I'm going to make a field log on at some point. There are plenty of people, plenty of men, who don't believe in the idea of courtship. And I'm using that word very specifically, because that's not what they call it. But there are a lot of men who think that there is something deceitful about learning to talk to women, learning the mechanics, the push and pull of how to date, how to ask a girl out, how to meet someone you might be attracted to or someone who has the qualities you're looking for, which what I'm describing is courtship. But there are plenty of men who don't believe in that. I know men who don't want to learn how to speak to women properly. Like, there are certain faux pas. There are certain things you don't say. There are certain ways you don't behave. There are certain behaviors that would come from the strength in the core, the center of a man, that you might have to learn explicitly because your core isn't all the way there. And then it's sort of this self-referential loop, right? By becoming a stronger man, you start to act more like a stronger man. And by acting more like a stronger man, you become one. But a lot of that becomes very touchy when we talk about courtship, right? And I'm going to do a field log on this at some point. But if I tell you that when you meet a girl and there's chemistry and you get her number and you're wondering if you should call, if you should text, when you should do it, And some people will say, oh, just be yourself, just reach out, tell her you liked her, ask her on a date. Wrong. There is a wrong answer here. Now, there are plenty of couples that meet and get married, and there was never any intentional courtship behavior on the man's part. But those couples get married despite, not because of, the... Uh, Let's call it the charming incompetence of the male figure. But there is a way that is more efficacious than just doing whatever you want. For example, one of the things I always tell my guys is you should call. Don't text. Right when you get a girl's number, after a few days, give her a call. Because it communicates confidence. Right? If you text somebody, you're scared of... Maybe calling and then it goes to voicemail or you call and then you'll stammer and stutter. You won't know what to say. But these are the fears of a man who's not strong and confident. So you have to force yourself to do the strong, confident thing. That's the whole point. That's everything that we do in the Warrior King ethos, right? You don't wait until you're strong before you go to the gym. You start showing up and then you become strong. Likewise, you don't wait to be confident and centered before courting a girl with confident and centered behavior, you do it and then you become it. All of this to say that I know men who don't want to learn the right and the wrong ways to court a woman, right? You should get the number 
and then you should give her a call in a few days. Make some conversation, ask her about her day, and then ask her out, right? And there's good ways and bad ways to do it, right? You don't want to say, mm, maybe, hey, possibly you could, you know, grace me with your presence on Thursday at six. And then she's like, oh, well, I have swim practice at six. And you're like, oh, well, never mind. You hang up, you're sad, and you knew that she was interested anyway. Well, that's not what a confident man would do. A confident man calls and says, if, if you want to start with Thursday at six, you would say, why don't we get dinner Thursday at six? And she says, I have swim practice. And then you would say, oh, that's too bad. You know, I was hoping to see you. And then she might say, well, maybe I can do Saturday. And you look at your calendar and you say, yeah, I can do Saturday between six and eight. But otherwise I'm busy. Now you're communicating that I would like to spend time with you. I enjoyed our interaction when we met. But if I don't get to spend time with you, I'm okay with that, right? I'm comfortable where I am. I like myself, right? I have a good thing going. I'm working towards my purpose. And if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And there are men who don't like that. And I, for the life of me, will never figure out why. Is if you have a belief of you on courtship, dating, and it keeps failing you, right? Constantly, it's not working out. Constantly, you're getting rejected. Women never give you the time of day. Ask yourself, is this working for me? And if it's not, maybe make a change, right? It's a radical idea to change the beliefs that don't serve you. And you can take another example of this, right? Let's take something that's perhaps a bit more obvious that most people are going to be able to get on board with. If you're the kind of person who, say, has bad personal hygiene and you never shower or brush your teeth or something absurd like that, and then people never want to be your friend or stand too close or you know, hug you or shake your hand or something, you should ask yourself, is this working for me? And realize it's not, it's not serving you and you need to let it go. And you need to maybe clean up a little bit. But this kind of thinking doesn't go away just because you accept some sort of worldview, right? The warrior king ethos, the seven commitments, are this brainchild of mine, right? It's, it's ideas that I discovered, right? I didn't create them. These are things that I observed and over the years started putting together. And even then, there are plenty of small beliefs that I hold where periodically I'll have to ask myself, is this working for me? Is this, this view I have actually serving me? For example, maybe about a year, year and a half ago, when I was still newly becoming Orthodox, one of the things I didn't care about very much was how people perceived me, right? Like I certainly took pride in my appearance and I made sure to dress well and be presentable and everything. But if somebody thought I was too loud sometimes, or maybe I talk too much or whatever it is, I would just dismiss them and be like, oh, I don't need validation from those people. And, you know, that's true enough. You shouldn't need the validation of other people. But as time went on, I started to realize that if my goal in life is to have a positive impact on as many people, specifically men, as I can, right? Because that's sort of my area of quote-unquote expertise, right? That's what I'm interested in. If that's my goal, then I should become as approachable as I can. Right, I should make an effort to make people feel comfortable and welcome when they talk to me. So I started doing that. I started working on being calm, right? To not have too much intensity, to make sure that people felt comfortable in my space because some people can get nervous when they meet a stranger, especially someone who looks like me, right? I'm 
I don't look the way your average person looks. So I started making that something that I focused on. I wanted to exude kindness. Right? Very important to me. Of course, there were huge spiritual motivations for this as well. But today's topic is ask yourself if this is working for you. So we're going to focus on the practical. Practically speaking, I had an easier time talking to new people and walking away from it thinking, I think I, I might have left a positive impression on that person. They were giving that person something to think of. Like, not last Sunday, but the Sunday before that, I was talking to a woman at my church who was married to a friend of mine at church. And we've never really talked much, right? He, I'm busy, he's busy. And I've only spoken to her two or three times. But we had a longer conversation after liturgy that day. And we, she was telling me about her job and the stress she was under. And at some point she asked me for advice. I stood there and I thought for a second. I said, well, if I were in your shoes, here's the way I see things. Here's the way I usually approach these sorts of problems. So this is the advice I'll give you. And then she said, that was a very interesting model you used there because I, I referenced the seven commitments, right? I told her, right, her question was between career and God and feeling like she didn't have enough time to like read her scriptures and lives of the saints. And I told her, long story short, God comes first. And then we started talking about the Warrior King project and the website and the podcast and the goal setting guide and the training protocol and everything. And at some point she said, yeah, you have this, you know, this very calm and welcoming aura, if you will. Right, that's the impression you give off. And I, I started laughing because that is not something I used to hear very often a couple of years ago. But I was able to have a very positive impact on her life. And even though usually I tailor my advice towards men, I was able to adjust it a little bit in the situation she was in for her purposes. And it was valuable to her, at least that's what she said. So I asked myself a while back, is this working for me, right? Is the dismissal of other people's experiences when they meet me, is that working? And the answer was no. So I had to humble myself. You have to humble yourself to be able to make these realizations. If something isn't working for you, if there's an area in your life and it's not working for you, like things are not progressing, maybe they're sliding backwards, and you've been presented with new information that is different from what you usually believe. You have to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, right, since what I'm doing right now isn't working for me, should I give this a shot? And generally the answer will be yes. So let's take the seven commitments, right? If you're listening to the Field Log Podcast, I'll assume that you, at least to some degree, believe these. Right, And they are, in order, God, stewardship or money, body, craft, mind, relationships, leisure. In each of these areas in life, today, right, right now, pull out your notes app, whatever it is that you're doing right now, take a couple of seconds, and make a note to reflect on each of these categories. My relationship with God. Is it working for me? Am I progressing in the spiritual life? And if you don't know, ask your priest. Does he feel like you're progressing? Then move on to the next category. Financial wealth. Maybe I believe that building wealth is inconsequential. It is pointless for me to do it. Well, do you have a budget? Right? Maybe you don't believe in maximizing wealth, but do you at least have your finances in order? And if you don't believe in building wealth and you're constantly broke and you're having to work jobs you don't enjoy and you have no idea how you're going to retire one day, 
you have no plan, is that working for you? And beyond that, ask yourself in 50 years from now, will this be working for me then? Because I can live from paycheck to paycheck while I'm 20. When I'm 70, might be a little harder to make that money that you need. And then you're going to have to lean on your children. And God willing, one of them will believe the warrior king ethos and have enough money to take care of you. Don't do that to your kids. Ask yourself, is my view on finances and stewardship working for me? My body, I think weight training is, is vanity, right? Is my physical mastery of my body, is my strength for my day-to-day living, is the authority that I have, the aura that I emit, is that working for me? Your craft, maybe you're just fiddling on the guitar and you've been doing it for 15 years, right? You're just plunking around. Well, maybe there's a deep desire in your heart to play some real music, to truly master the instrument, or at least to get close to mastery. And if you say there's no point in working on these things, it's ultimately inconsequential. Well, is that working for you? Do you feel fulfilled in your craft area of your life? Are you building something meaningful? And if not, how does that make you feel? Right, and I could keep going down the list, but I won't. I'll spare you. The point being, today's assignment, and I'll do this too when I hear this episode, when it goes up. Today's assignment, ask yourself, is this working for me? And be really, really honest. Really honest. Because we need every man we can get. Right? The world is suffering. We need you. So do the work today. Find the beliefs that are not serving you. Throw them away. That's it for this week's field log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for field log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course, the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day.